Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. We're all about your home, your kitchens, baths, tile, appliances, and more. And you name it, we chat about it. Well, as I've said many, many times, we catalog the shows by date, and today is July 28th. And we have a special guest. Because we're right in Olympic season, I thought Jay Lippman, who is the lead sales and designer at Desert Tropical Custom Pools and Spas in Peoria, Arizona, would be a great guest. Jay has some real interesting um, experiences, and he is a, uh, do I want to say famous diver? Well, I think you're famous. Hi, Jay. Thanks for stopping by. Hi, Nancy. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, I've been wanting to have you on here for ages, and I know you've we've had some uh, difficulty with scheduling, but can you, as I've said to people, you are a professional diver, tell me a little bit about your background, maybe uh, when you got started and what, how many medals you have? Well, it's interesting. When I was four years old, my father introduced my brothers and I to a trampoline, and it did not take long for the trampoline to become more daredevil, jumping from the roof, jumping from uh, trying to get the trampoline and land on top of the roof. Um, Then the summer came. Now, I was only four years old and I certainly didn't know how to swim, but the diving board seemed seemed to draw me in. So I would jump off the diving board, land on my chest and float with the momentum to the side of the pool not having knowing how to swim at four years old, four years old. Well, good for you. So I, uh, my mother put me in swimming lessons and I hated it because it was so cold at nine o'clock in the morning. But by the afternoon we were back at the pool and I was running for the diving board, not knowing how to swim. So eventually when I was six, um, of course I had learned how to swim at that time and I was flipping and and backflipping and doing all kinds of things off the diving board. And the diving coach, Brad Siegler, who, when I was 16, was killed in a terrible car accident in Colorado, um, trained me and got me to 16 years old. And everything pretty much exploded from there. High school state championships, uh, junior junior Olympic champions, um, numerous regional meets, and then, of course, um, a scholarship for diving. Hmm. At the at a Division One level. So so then you almost got to the Olympics. Yeah, uh, almost did. But in 1980, um, Jimmy Carter did not send the team. Um, being an alternate, I probably wouldn't have made the trip. Hmm. So do you watch the Olympics every year? I do. You know, it's interesting. I enjoy the swimming more so than the diving. The the diving seems to be very predictable. China. Germany, Australia, Canada, uh, and, and of course, the United States. But it seems to be very predictable. The swimming, you just really never know who's going to come out in the finals or in the semifinals. So it's really interesting. I wasn't a big swimmer growing up. I'm a great swimmer, just not very fast. But I enjoy the the competition in the swimming. It's uh, It seems to be wide open all the time in either lane one or lane eight. You never know who's going to. Well, are those the best lanes up. to be in? Actually, four and five are the are the are considered the two fastest qualifying lanes. But I've seen swimmers in lane eight win events. Hmm. So, since in all your diving experiences, what was the scariest dive you ever did? <laughs> well, there's actually two answers to that question. 
at 10 meters, which is 33 and a third feet, the hardest dive I ever did was reverse three and a half tuck. Reverse three and a half times backwards at 33 feet. That was the scariest dive. The other most scariest dive was when I was doing professional diving with Water Show Productions, I used to fire dive. Which is? Light myself on fire at 30 feet and dive oh, into the tank. I don't recommend anybody doing that. Yeah, I don't either. That's why I don't <laughs> have any eyebrows. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Um, well, before I get into swimming pools, which is our main topic for today, I want to talk about one of our sponsors, Thermador. Thermador is a great product if you are right in the middle of thinking about remodeling or redesigning or replacing appliances for your kitchen. I would suggest you check out Monogram. They have two collections, a masterpiece collection, which is more of a modern design for your kitchen, and then the professional collection, which, like it's called, is a restaurant-style quality. Uh, I would suggest you go to your local uh, showroom, and if you are redesigning, don't forget to use a professional designer for kitchens. Um, I would say that before you make any mistakes or you decide to start remodeling, get that designer to help you. That will save you a lot of money and mistakes. Anyway, back to Thermador. Thermador is known for their luxury that lasts, empowered by design and led by innovation. So if you want to learn more about Thermador, you should go to thermador.com. Now for the topic that I actually got Jay here for. Jay, I want to know more about in-ground swimming pools. Like, and you're the expert in it because you've been, how long have you been uh, selling swimming pools? Gosh, I've been selling pools for six years now. Uh, I think I've sold over 450 pools. Wow. So what are the different types of pools? I know I did, I took some notes and I never heard of a fiberglass pool I've heard of a concrete pool. What sure. are the differences and what's the best? Well, i tell you what, um, you know, being here in Arizona, acrylic pools just aren't very popular. They're certainly uh, easier. Uh, you know, it's a mold. The thing about acrylic pools is you can't really put together what you want. They come in molds. The steps snap in. Sort of You're like a, an acrylic uh, tub, it, bathtub. Right, you, you know, you 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 don't have the the luxury of of picking your stairs or forming them the way you want. Uh, we only do in ground pools here, which is shotcrete. Oh, okay. From start to finish. So the the other question was a vinyl liner. I mean, I yeah, vinyl liner pools wouldn't hold up here because of the heat. So what uh, about back east with the snow and the cold? They're weather? popular back east. Oh, uh, really? You know, yeah. certainly the climates. Uh, uh, differ back there vinyl pools tend to break down and here in this heat uh the vinyl if it's exposed to the sun wouldn't last right. three months. well i might just add for people who aren't familiar with where i'm from we are sitting in the phoenix arizona area and we have had some really interesting uh, heat lately right 110 was our average for a couple of weeks um what can I say? We're living with this horrible heat, but then we have 10 months of beautiful weather. So on with the pools. So what is the typical um, price for a pool? Well, it's interesting. You know, um, since COVID, a lot has changed. Pools take anywhere from nine to 11 months to complete. 
where before COVID, we would have them done in 18 to 21 weeks. Um, the average price of a pool nowadays is you can't build an in-ground pool for under $30,000. Wow. What was it five years ago? Oh, you could do them for anywhere from 23 to 27. Hmm. So but like everything the, else, prices are going up. They have. And did, did we mention the lead time? How long does it take from start to finish once well, they decide to buy? With the cities, uh, depending on the cities, uh, you know, and we mainly build out in the West Valley. Mm -hmm. uh, we do a lot in uh, Surprise, Goodyear. But using Maricopa County, certainly a lot in Sun City, we do a ton of pools in Sun City, Sun City West and Grand. It's interesting, people north of the 75 and 80 are building pools because of health reasons. They don't want to go to the, to the Sun City recreational pools. Well, when you're that age, would you say 75 and 80? Yeah, I'm doing pools for people north of 75 and 80. I would think that they don't go for diving pools. No, they don't. They but, go for uh, lap pools, a, maybe? No, they're, they're, you know, they're fairly simple pools. They're either geometric, uh, they're either freeform, or they're, uh, you know, in some cases, uh, we've done some Grecian pools out there. Um, What's a Grecian a lot pool? Of them What's have, a Grecian pool? Grecian pools would be a lot of curves and a lot of straight lines. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, um, with the Sun City West and Sun City Grand. And we're talking uh, about retirement areas. Retirement areas. A lot of handrails, uh, easy access. Um, you know, these people aren't as mobile as they used to be. Really? <laughs> and uh, I knew that. what happens is they want to pull. And, you know, it's in some cases, you know, I have to, to ask a lot of questions. Is this something you really want to do? Yeah. Because physically, uh, you know, I see some people that can't even go from the door, from the couch to the door. And they're but getting they pools? Want, they want pools. And sometimes, you know, it's it turns out to be not such a great idea. Well, it's a good therapy for them. It is. But you want to go with the safety factors. So what would the depth be at the deepest point for those you know, people? We don't go any deeper than five feet. I've never had a pool in Sun City West go deeper than five feet. Okay, so what is the depth when you have a diving pool? Eight and a half feet minimum. Oh, okay. Yeah, and here's the other uh, catch. That's a great question, Nancy. Um, when hey, you I do come a up dive with these pool, every once in a while, Jay. Okay. When you do a dive pool, it's got to be 16 and a half inches wide from the diving board, eight feet, eight and a half inches, uh, or eight feet to the right, eight feet to the left, and it has to be 33 feet long. Minimum. Oh, so you're saying 16 feet wide, not 16, 16 by 33. Yeah, that's a minimum dive pool that the state of Arizona will allow. Can't and, do anything smaller. But how high is the diving board off oh, the just, water? Uh, say? It's just uh, it's just a uh, a um, two and a half foot plank board. So it's anything not, higher than that, would you say? No, we can't do it. No, they wouldn't be able to do it. It would never get approved by the city nor OSHA. So I would say there's heavy codes involved with swimming there pools. Are. Huh? There are. There is. Uh, you can't imagine um, what the cities require on on pools that don't that aren't standard. Oh, there's well, a lot. Lot goes into it. A lot I of know. people don't build those kind of pools. You know, um, a pool like that needs to go in an acre lot, and you know, people don't normally do that. So when people, kids, are practicing diving because they want to go for a title or they just want to be a good diver and they're going up 16 feet where do they practice do they have them at schools and that's well, about it most people at that level practice at at pools like uh, at you know natatoriums like arizona state oh. uh, 
Glendale has uh, has an auditorium. Uh, Goodyear has a YMCA that does have two one meter boards and two three meter boards. However, they don't let anybody up there. You know, you've got to have some. Uh, either you're part of a class or part of a diving team. There is no recreational diving anymore in the pools. There's too much liability. Yeah. I can see somebody, well, kids typically will try mm-hmm. anything. So if you let them in, they'll get hurt and then, <laughs> then there's liability. Okay. So let's go back to the pool itself. What, um, typically what's around the pool? I, I know that uh, we've done, or I've seen cool decking. Mm-hmm. Is that still popular? And it is. We why call it acrylic. It used? We call really? it acrylic. Yeah. Uh, you know, acrylic deck has got a four inch concrete base. So it's much richer. Cool deck is is kind of, acrylic kind of replaced the cool deck name. Um, cool deck can go up to 140 degrees. It's much more user friendly. It's certainly kid friendly. Uh, and then you have travertine and you have pavers. Travertine is brutally hot, although aesthetically, it's by far the best look. Mm, I was told because I did a backyard for somebody and the person wanted travertine and he was told that it was cooler than cool deck. Huh? His, his feet <laughs> well, are probably you know, burning. In some cases, in some cases that, 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 that can be true, depending on the travertine you're getting. Most, most deck in this, in this city or in this state is hot. I don't care what you're doing. There oh. really isn't anything, anything that's cool. In 115 degrees, nothing's cool. Hmm. So at 115 degrees, does the water heat enough to where you can feel comfortable or how many heaters do you put into sure. pools? You know, I don't put a lot of heaters in the pools unless there's gas. Um, you, it's really almost virtually impossible to heat a pool with an electric heat pump. But most of the time, people that do heaters have gas and we pull from the meter. So That's what's the only the, way to do it. Do the majority of people heat their pools or do no. they just, yeah, I they would think don't. in Arizona that would be, or at least Too in the constantly. Phoenix area. But yeah. I do have a lot of people that build pool spas and heat the spa and not the pool. They have an option to heat the pool, but they don't because of the cost. So you have to build the pool or the spa with a barrier between the pool and the spa so that no. you can. No, well, we what build. about the hot water going we, into the pool? Oh, it does. It spills over, but it's certainly not going to heat the pool. Um, you know, oh, no, table. I didn't mean to heat the pool. I meant to contain the heat in the spa. Yeah, you know what? A spa is a small body of water. The heat gets contained. Hmm. Uh, you know, you've got jets in there, and but you are going to get some spillover from the hot water into the pool when we do an attached spa. I know I've seen a lot of pools with fountains and big boulders with water waterfalls. Yeah. What is the common thing lately? What is the newest? You know, it's interesting. Um, you know, I'm uh, I'm I'm getting ready to 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 start a pool that has a 70 square foot rock grotto slide. And it's the it's a uh, water feature into the pool along with a slide and a back stairwell to go up onto the slide. Mm-hmm. So um, and it's built it's mudded it's not it's not real rock it's no I wouldn't think built, so I right, would think so. it looks like the Flintstones right pretty much yeah you slide <laughs> yeah. down a brontosaurus and not yeah right uh, but uh, the other. Uh, thing that we do most of is the raised bond beam, which is the shears on the back. So you've oh, got a 24. You, you lost me there. What is okay, that? Okay. So raised bond beam would be a raised uh, part of the pool on the back edge 
where you'd have a water fountain going into the pool. Oh, okay. And I've we seen could do, a lot of them. I didn't know. And we could do those in pillars, or we've done fire features with water. There's a there's an array of uh, ocean of possibilities that people can do. How fancy do people get? They get fancy. Of course, fancy means more money. Well, it's interesting. I just did a pool for uh, for a gentleman who is uh, one of the chief of police here in one of the very one of the cities. I won't mention which one. Uh, and they did a a fire feature, water fire feature pool with a spa attached to it. Hundred thousand dollars. Oh, drop in the bucket. Yeah. Now the good thing about that is in Arizona you can use your pool all year long. You year might, round. Yeah. You. I mean. You know, if you're uh, if you get cold easily, you might have to go swimming with a sweater. But typically, I know I see a lot of tourists come in here in January, February for the holidays, and they jump in the pools. Whereas most of the people who live here think, yeah, it's a little cold. Kids are resilient. You know, it's interesting. The kids that I do these big pools for, a lot of them have kids, four and five, and you know, in, in some cases more. And they um, kids are resilient. They jump in all the time. Doesn't matter what time of year it is. Well, kids don't know any better. <laughs> and the adults would put their feet in and go, I think I'll pass. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about landscaping. I know there's pros and cons to certain bushes, trees, or whatever around the pool. So how far away from the pool do you think people should start planting? And what should they stay away from? Five feet. Five feet. You know, any type of tree, we prefer you to be five feet from the uh, edge of the pool because roots tend to penetrate concrete, uh-huh. especially some of the bigger trees. Um, you know, in most cases, trees over pools, you're going to have debris in the pool. It's just part of the deal, you know, but five feet is about about normal. And, you know, there really isn't a bush or a tree or a shrub that I don't recommend. I think it's whatever people want to do and what they like, they should just do it. Be prepared, though, that there's going to be leaves or flowers mm-hmm. if there's uh, some sort of a wind or a breeze, sure. yeah, and they have to be that. cleaning their pool. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and there and you know, and there's things we can do. We can put leaf facts on them. Uh, you know, the pools nowadays are really self-sufficient. They maintain themselves. I mean, uh, there's nothing I can't do to keep a pool clean where the homeowner doesn't have to do anything. Really? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty amazing what we can do. So the leaves or flowers won't bog up or clog the filter system? No. Um, you know, f- the way we do things here, we do things a little different than some of the other companies here locally. Um, we plumb the pool with a little bigger piping. We, can, we, we pump a lot more water through it, which gives it more circulation, which makes everything more efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen years ago, because I really don't hang around pools, but I've seen these things float through the pool, cleaning it like a self-cleaning thing. Do they still have those? Yeah, we have, uh, we use Pentair equipment and it's called a Rebel or a Navigator. It's, uh, what it is, it's a dedicated suction line that the vac is attached to. However, we set it up where the vacuum is not going to have to be in the pool while the pool's in use. We set it up to where there's an intermatic time clock on the pump, and the homeowner knows when what day he has that set. You know, and say that uh, his kids or 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 him and his wife forget to put the the vacuum in the pool, it's not going to go creeping around your yard because it's set on the on the timer. It'll only it'll only work when it's in the water. 
but we set it up to where that back line is not in the pool or near the pool. It's just a cleaner look. Oh, okay. Well, another uh, sponsor of mine, which is in the same genre of Thermador, and it's Monogram Appliances. And I might just ask, uh, mention that all the appliances are experiencing backorders. So whether you go from one dealer to the other, Monogram, Thermador, and we've done podcasts on this, why they're all backordered, I suggest that if you do intend to remodel or build new, or if you just need new appliances, you better start looking, find what you like, and order it. I have a client who's been waiting 10 months for a refrigerator. Now, that sounds like a horror story, but um, I guess because of the pandemic, because of the situation, uh, the microchips, everything else, there's all sorts of reasons, but they're all backordered. So but a little bit about Monogram. They are a great company. They're locally built, and they have two collections as well. They have the minimalist collection, more for modern looks, and they have the statement collection, which again is a traditional look. So if you're interested in Monogram, I would suggest that you visit your local dealer and find a salesperson that you're very comfortable with, uh, bring your information as far as how you cook and what sizes you need and go from there. At Monogram, it's not, not just one detail, it's many. So when you put them all together, you create appliances that look, feel, and perform as, they, as if they were designed perfectly for you. So if you want more information about Monogram, I would suggest you go to monogram.com. Well, another question I have, and it goes along with maintenance. I think when people decide, especially the ones moving into Arizona, they think, oh, we've got to get a pool for our kids. I don't think they really think of the pros and cons. And um, one of the cons, I think, would be maintenance as far as every so often you have to redo the pool, don't you? No. No? No, it's interesting. There are so many... Uh, variables to that. And there's a lot of interiors that that have come out that are um, much more resilient, have better warranties. The main interior that we use is Pebble Technology. And we don't use Pebble Tech, which is a word everybody's somewhat familiar with. Mm -hmm. um, we use Pebble Sheen. And what it is, is it's a much more uh, ground down volcanic rock and much smoother. So more manageable. This this interior will last 15 to 20 years. Well, what happens when somebody buys an existing home with an existing pool and they got a great price because the guy said, you know, this pool doesn't look good, but hey, you can get it done over. Yeah, that's not as simple as you might think. Right. Uh, a lot goes into that. Pressure testing, um, what kind of equipment they have, how long it's been there. Um, you know the interior is there. Is it rusting out? Is the tile is the tile uh, chipping away from the grout? There is an array of things that have to be done, and basically what you're doing is buying somebody else's problems. Ah, so it's not so great to buy a house with an existing pool. Yeah, you know if if that pool's 15 years or, or older, not a good idea, because chances are there's going to be issues unless you've got some type of verbal agreement with the homeowner that. Um, you know, he would help fix what needs to be done, but certainly an inspection is would be required before anything. Yeah. I even hate to bring this up, but it's an it's an interesting point. Um, 
swimming pool companies have specific ROC licenses because mm-hmm. it's it's very detailed. Putting in a pool is not like putting in a kitchen. So you've got your own license. There have been people in the past, pool companies, kind of messed up. Now, if you buy a house with an existing pool and that pool was put in by a company who isn't going to warranty it or they didn't do such a good job in the first place, I would say walk away before you buy that, unless you are prepared to redo that whole thing. Correct? Agree. Yeah. Agree. Uh, yeah, so it's especially people who've never had a pool and they're coming into Arizona with pie-in-the-sky ideas. Oh, we're going to have a pool and we're going to have all sorts of parties. Um, pools are not cheap. And from what I know, they're not uh, cheap to maintain. How much does your electric bill go up once you have a pool? And also your water bill, I guess, would go up when you're filling the pool, but then it should not go up because you don't have to fill that pool constantly, do you? Or with no, the evaporation, no. does it? The majority of the pools have automatic water fills and we okay. tap into it and it's got a beam where it tells, you know, um, an automatic water fill tells it tells the pool and that we need to fill and keep it at middle of the waterline tiles, basically where you want to keep it. Um, the equipment nowadays is so much better. Um, the technology is so good um, that you know, depending on the size of the pool, and if you're running an electric heat pump, uh, your bill can go anywhere from 30 to 35 percent higher a month mm-hmm. to run a pool. So, what happens if you don't have that beam and your water line goes below the tile? Well, the, then the pool was probably built long ago, oh. and uh, then I would go back and you know and do my my research on when this pool was built. And a lot of the, you asked about warranties. A lot of those companies that built those some of these pools in in some of these uh, you know older Phoenix areas, say uh, you know um, over by Phoenix Baptist Church Central, that area. A lot of those pools have been there 20, 25 years. A lot of these companies are are gone. There have been a lot of pool companies that have gone, and they weren't that old. Yes, that's true. Okay. Now I've also seen people, and I've heard people say, "Oh, my pool's turning green. I got to shock it." Why does it turn green? Where did all that algae come from? Well, you know, it's a combination of things. It's, it could be low sodium, uh, not enough chlorine. Uh, it needs some muriatic acid. There is a number of different things that will make a pool turn green. Well, but, how often do you have to test the water? Oh, I don't know, once a month, once every couple of weeks, depending on what you're doing. Now, if you have a salt system, uh, the salt will take away all the all of the bacteria at the surface of the pool and keep your chlorine levels stable long. So I recommend salt for people that don't have a lot of time to spend with the pool. Oh, so you're um, saying add salt to the water so it's like no, swimming in the... No. Put no in a salt, salt system instead of a chlorine system. Okay. Make the pool salt water. Did you instead. ever have somebody ask you if, they, if you can have salt water in the pool like swimming in the ocean? Uh, no, this is a different kind of salt. Well, I just meant the other salt... <laughs> <laughs> different kind of salt and it's actually a strong cell it'll last about five years okay so are there any pros and cons to getting a pool well you i'm know, asking a I, pool salesman i can't yeah believe here's this, what i but... tell people certainly you know it's funny um I, I, i'm really good at this and i sell a lot of pools and you know if if um if if there's times when I just don't feel like this is such a great idea, I will look them right in the eye and tell them this is not a good idea. Well, then what factors make it not a good idea? Well, um, 
you know, access to the house oh, is, is a big issue with uh, a lot of the cities here. There's just not enough room. There's not, there's only been one house in 500 pools that I've built that I couldn't get into. Oh, okay. I couldn't get by on either side. Yeah, that's Happened true. one time, and that was up near Scottsdale, in an area in Scottsdale. Um, but, um, you know, a lot of the times there's there's elevations, there's soil issues. We can't dig the pool with a bobcat because the ground is so hard because of the caliche here that we have to hand dig it. Things like that, which which raise the cost, uh, in, you know, e enormously. Oh, and, and also the time frame. Wouldn't that take forever? The type of pool that you're doing, is this really worth it? Yeah. So yeah. I'm up front with them because yeah. you know what, when you're during the process, it's a nightmare. It's not an easy process sometimes. No. So how long did you say it takes from start to finish? Nine months? It takes me uh, nine to 11 months to do a pool spa. Takes me eight to 10 to do a normal size pool. Now, and the reason for that is because uh, there's a lot of waterline tile that's sitting on the boats that can't be unloaded because of COVID protocol. They're in quarantine. And shotcrete, um, the fly ash that comes from China, can't get it. So, so before before the pandemic, how long did it take to build a pool? 18 to 20 weeks. Wow, boy, that's really expanded. Um, what is, what's so special about the tile that you use? Well, the tile we use has to be frost-free waterline tile. And um, because of the climate here in Arizona. Frost-free? So, we never get frost-free. We never yeah, get frost. They're called frost-free. Well, it does get oh. cold. Oh. And um, the, a lot of the tile is just the, the Noble and the National Pool Tile Companies here don't have it. So as soon as we get uh, to the point where we, we need to order tile, uh, our girls upstairs order right away and buy it right away because we're not sure it's going to be available the next day. Good point. How easy is it to change out the tile if you decide you don't like the color after a year? Well, it can be done. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it can be done. We normally, in, in most cases, we'll drain the pool. It can be done. I don't you recommend it. You have to drain it. it entirely? Yeah. Oh. Well, somebody's got to get in there. Oh, you can't just hang off the side? <laughs> no. No, sorry. <laughs> you can't just scrub it with Dawn. Oh, I, I have one more question, and then I'll let you go. What is the best way to make a pool kids safe? Great, great question. Well, there are some cities here that require anybody, any child living in the house under six, you've got to fence off the pool, either fence off the patio, which in most cases, what we do. Uh, I don't have very many people, people surround a pool with a fence. There's companies here called Catch a Kid that, that specifically do um, fences around pools. Um, but in, 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 in our case, what we try to do is we put a wrought iron gate on the patio Mm. So nobody can get in. And if there's a doggy door, that has to be um, protected as well. Also, is there a code that says you have to have the handle of the door higher than normal so that yep. little 70, kids can't? 84 inches yeah. up. Yeah. 84? Uh, 84 inches high. And wow, I can just about reach that. You could. Yeah. It has to be um, uh, a self-latching, self-closing door. Mm -hmm. And the gates on the outer perimeter of the house have to open out, not in. Oh, good point. Ah, I hear too many kids drowning in pools. Yeah, uh, every time I hear it, I, I, I shake my head and think, how can 
can adults let that happen? Yeah. I, I just, yeah, I, well, I, I never could wrap my head around that. Never yeah. could. I don't think adults let it happen, but I have heard where the, somehow the water is drawing the kids to it. And these kids are amazing climbing over things. Yep. Uh, yep. I don't know how they do that. Um, there was uh, an item where you would um, attach this to the inside of the pool right above the water level, and then it would automatically cover the water, hook onto the other side so that if somebody fell in, they're actually falling on a plastic. Yeah, I've seen those. Uh, I've seen those at some of the home shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not real familiar with them, but what I've seen on television, when somebody falls into a pool, they're on top of the tarp. Right, right. They're not, they're not you know, anywhere near where the water is. And I'll tell you, that's not a bad idea. But I, I don't know. I think it's a good idea. I don't know exactly also, how they attach. I think you said you started swimming when you were four years old, and now they're putting kids that are, what, two months old into the pool to learn how to swim just to protect themselves. I used themselves. to do uh, mom and tot swimming classes. And they really? used to be, they were one, one and a half. Mm-hmm. And they were in the water. Yeah. And I've seen some younger than that. Good to start them early. I think we've, have we covered everything? It's either that people are going to just jump right in there and get a pool or they're going to think twice and say, well, maybe we should just go to the local pool before we put one in our house. So it's not just a a spur of the moment um, decision. I think they really have to think about it. And that's why I enjoy talking to you and sharing this information with everybody. Do you have any other comments? I do not. Thank you. It was uh, it was a lot of fun, and I, it's always a pleasure seeing you. Oh, same here. Same here, Jay. Well, I hope that everybody enjoyed today's show, and you can subscribe. I wish you would, and don't forget to share these with your friends, especially if you know people who are thinking of getting a pool or moving to Arizona looking for a house with a pool. A lot of decisions to make. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions for me or for Jay about swimming pools, please email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. Stay safe. Have a great day. And thanks a lot, Jay. Bye now. Thank you. Bye now. Bye.